0: Fireworks, a beautiful sunset, our world, even our bodies, have all one thing in common. One thing is that they will all disappear. They will all die. These fireworks go off. You see the beautiful colors. Then they fade away. A beautiful sunset is there for a couple hours on the horizon, then they'll, then they'll fade away. Either you have to go to bed, like I would, or you would have to, or they'll fade away, go beyond that horizon. Even our own, our own bodies, we are young at one point in time, like I kind of am right now. I'm getting older though, I'm realizing. And then our bodies fade away, we get sick, and we die. And then, we all, then we see that same thing with our world. It's passing away. We see a lot of things naturally just de- decaying, like in the woods, for instance. Things naturally decay in the woods. Now, I'm not bringing all this to be de- depressing, which it could sound like that. But I'm just helping us to see that we need to have a perspective on life that helps us to be thinking about things beyond this world. Because there's many things beyond this world that we have to live for. Well, one thing namely is God. All these things in our world is passing away. But God is the one thing that is eternal. Things of Him. We are made for this. We are made to live with God for eternity. We just see that very much in the way we think. In the way we are just naturally made. That we all want to be happy. That's because we are made by God. And the only thing, only God can really give us that happiness, that joy, that fulfillment of life that we all desire. And so we need to to live our lives for God. This is what the readings of today's Mass point us towards. Like, for instance, in this first reading, a lot of times we may hear this word from Ecclesiastes, vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. Now, to our English ears, this may sound like Vanity is like pride, like egotism, egotistical. But that's not what the Hebrew word means here, that we translate vanity. Vanity here in Hebrew is from the word hebel. And that word hebel means a vapor, mist, or breath of the lungs. See, hebel means that, it, that it's just a, what it is, it's a vapor. And it's showing that, well, all things are hebel. All things are a breath. They're all passing away. That's what vanity of vanities means. All things are vanity. So we can say that that's true. All things are vanity. But in in the Hebrew sense of the word vanity, that all things are passing away, that they're just a breath, that I can when we breathe it's like that air is just falling passing away we also see the same thing in today's second reading think of what is above not of what is on earth think of what is above not of what is on earth Paul tells us and then we see also and then we see in this gospel passage that Jesus says that tells us a, a story of this rich man who had a bountiful harvest he wants to store up this harvest for himself, because he, he is. And so he builds a new barn. And then he, well, Jesus said, well, God said, You fool, your night will be demand of you. And the, kings, the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? In other words, you will die. You fool. Why are you storing things up on earth here? Why are you living for things on earth here? You are foolish in doing so. Your night, this night, the things you, your life will be demanded of you. You will die. And so Jesus tells us at the end here: thus it will be for all those who store up for uh, treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. Therefore, we need to become people who are knowledgeable. You know, become rich in what matters to God. Namely, God Himself. Namely, virtue. Living a life of virtue. Living a life of centered towards God. Growing out of vices that we have. Because these things are what affect our eternal souls. Not any of these material things. Yes, we can let them affect us by the way we react towards them. But they are not themselves eternal and they will be passing away. And so how do we do this? How do we live in such a way to live our life for God? How do we live in such a way that we have our minds living for eternity, ourselves living for eternity? Well, I would say a couple of things. One, be detached from the things of the world and practice detachment. One thing that we can think of is... When with how in how attached we are to things is that if that one thing is taken away from us, how will, would we react? Will we re, will we be at peace if that one thing was taken away from us, or would we be crabby? Would we be living a life of frustration, anger, etc.? That'll show us how attached we are to a, th- a particular a particular thing. For example, there's a cup in the office, a coffee cup, that says, crabby till my co- I get my coffee. And it says a little crab with a couple, of co- couple of cups of coffee in its claws. I really like that when it comes to things of the world, that if we don't get that particular thing that we are crabby, like that crab. Of course, he's a crab, so he would be crabby. But anyway so detachment and I, and I think beautifully my example of this is my dad for, my own, for myself you know once he found out that he has this cancer he's still well and he's living his life differently now he's very much at peace and I'm stunned I'm very much amazed at how much detachment he has from his own life even his own way of life So detachment is a very good thing to practice and ask ourselves how would we react react to things if we didn't have them. Another thing is generosity, living our life generously for God, realizing that we need to serve Him with our whole beings, our whole minds, our whole souls, our whole hearts, giving Him our whole bodies because He deserves it. He gave it to us. He made that. He gave it. He's, we are His creatures. Living a life generously for God is one way that we can live for eternity. Because we have our life saying, oh, I'm not made for this word, therefore I need to work for God. I need to work generously in trying to serve Him in all things that I do throughout my days. Living generously for God is another way. And then also, lastly, Eucharistic adoration. We're living our life centered around the Eucharist. Because when we live our life centered around the Eucharist, especially in adoration, we are able to see what it is like in heaven. God himself is right there in the monstrance. That's what happens when we're there in adoration. Adoration is a place where we can experience a glimpse of what heaven is like here even on earth so we can point ourselves living for God, saying, Lord, I want to live for you. Help me to do so. Help me to live a life of virtue. Help me to live a life getting rid of my vices, getting rid of my sins, all the things that are causing my bad habits, my, even my addictions that I might have. Help me to be addicted to you, Lord, so we can just see that in adoration, and living our life for the Eucharist, coming to Mass, coming even to daily Mass, that's a great way to live for eternity. So as we come to this altar, let's ask our Lord today that we may be given this insight to live for God, to live for eternal things, living a life of virtue, living a life getting rid of vices, not living for the things of this world, because you and I are not made for it. Help us, Lord, to live a life of detachment, being detached from the things of this world, material things, whatever it may be that we are attached to. Help us, Lord, to live a life of generosity for you, so we can live not for this world, but for you alone, and be generous in doing so. Let us ask, our Lord, for us, that we may have that life, that that perspective on life, that we may live for him in eternal things, for the things of this world are passing away, and all things indeed are vanity.